Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show coming to you free on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, on all of the things, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making it sound good. She's everyone's mal pal. Yeah, to think about it. Mallory Hartley. Yeah, I didn't call you Pickle. I'm going to count how many times you call me Pickle. I bet I, I, bet I don't do that. That's it at least maybe once or twice. Uh, well, welcome well, in. Thanks for filling in. Thank you. We went Good to the bullpen. Uh, mm-hmm. Pickle's out doing text and live stuff, right? Yes. Okay, she's doing text and live stuff. So, yeah, that's why Mallory's here. So, if the show feels fresh and cool and new. <laughs> I just bring a young presence. You just bring a young presence. <laughs> Not that old, you know, you know, just you know. washed yeah, pickle. Absolutely. And, and when I pepper. think of, I mean, let's be honest, the youngest feeling people on this in this office are me and you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, well, I, mean, I thought you were going to say me, but I'm saying me and you. Just me, though. That doesn't seem important. <laughs> You're really missing the point. Today is Monday, February 21st, 2022, 376 days until Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday to Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is like 42 today from Key and Peele. Key and Peele. And, Love uh, Key and Peele. And he did Get Out, and he's doing all, he's like a, he's like a fancy director now. You know, he's, he's got, he's got, yeah. a, he's got a, um, he's got an Oscar and an Emmy. Really? He's halfway through. He's halfway through to the EGOT. Man, those are my childhood. I'm one quarter of the way to the EGOT. Yeah. Do you think I'll ever get a Grammy or a Tony? Yeah. I don't. I don't. You got a couple so. Emmys. You're good. Episode 1,335. On today's show, or 1,336, yes. I should say. On today's show, friends, we've got headlines from across the state, including a flurry of Texas high school football coaching changes. Uh, big ones, including three state champion head coaches who changed who changed job statuses last week. We'll get into that. And then back half of the show, we're going to be joined by the head coach of the Burton Panthers. Coach Jason Hody will join us uh, to talk a little bit about his his Panthers rather strange season. They have the they have the weirdest record of any good team in the state. Uh, they finished up 5 and 9 last year, but that's not really telling the whole story. We'll get into that. They had forfeit a bunch of games. We'll talk with that with Coach Jason Hody about that coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron R. Buckle, Miss Terry Adams, Rob Hadaway, and Terry Crawford. Welcome in, fellas and lady fella. Welcome in, fellas and lady fella. A lot to get to today, starting with headlines, Mal Pal. We've got headlines from across the state of Texas. Lots of them. And a lot of them. I sent them to you. 
and uh, in an email, and I said, "Don't worry about making a lower third for each of these. That feels like it would be a bit excessive." I grouped uh, them in together because there's a lot. That's fine. Yeah, we'll start uh, with the news. We'll start on the college front, and that is I, I don't know if you guys talked about this on Republican Football, the podcast that you are producer. You we are sure producer did. Of. We did. Uh, Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda. Uh, Dave Veranda has uh, gotten <laughs> it's his a tongue twister. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's Day Veranda. <laughs> um, he's gotten a uh, contract extension from Baylor through the year 2029. Now, last year he was making about $3 million. We know that just through, like, finding out mm-hmm. about it. Baylor doesn't have to tell us how much he makes because Baylor's a private institution. Um, so we don't know, I don't think. Uh, I haven't seen. I, ha- I, I, I think I looked at it looked it up to see if there was any information about it any details he, but i couldn't find anything he, i think it's fair to say he got a raise and i think yeah. it's fair to yeah. say that he uh, we know he's, he's extended through 2029 they've announced that but they don't have to announce his salary uh but dave aranda has gotten an, an extension uh, through 2029 after taking baylor to a sugar bowl win um much deserved i would say probably well deserved i would like an eight-year contract extension in <laughs> a giant race that feels fun being, being a college football coach seems fun until it's not Right, that's it does. The, that's the best way to put it. it sounds like a good job. It you feels a lot like of a perks. good job until it's not. Until and then it's, it's a bad not. job. Yeah. And then you don't have one. Yeah. Uh, but we, we did go into depth about this. So if you guys want to listen to more mm-hmm. about that, uh, go to Republic, the of Republic Football. Football. Last week. It was last week's uh, episode on Wednesday. So if you want to hear more in depth about Our that, our college we did. football podcast that's sweeping the nation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any data to back that up, but just go. With <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, go with it. Okay. Into some high school coaching changes. And, and, and we'll start with the three state champion head coaches who changed jobs this past week. We'll start with the one that I think probably caught most people by surprise. We, we mentioned it briefly on, um, on Friday's Mailbag Show, but Steve Huff is going to be the new head coach at Decatur. Steve Huff is leaving College Station where he, of course, took them to a state championship in 2017. They lost in overtime in the state championship game this past year. Uh, he is going to be... Um, the new head coach at Decatur, moving from College Station uh, up there to Decatur. And and perhaps you are thinking, why? Why why would you go do that? Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of reasons from what I understand. One of them is that I know he's got a lot of family in Oklahoma, and so he wanted to get farther north. Um, that's one thing to keep an eye on. The other thing, or the one thing to, to keep in mind, the other thing is that I believe he is going to get to be, uh, he has pretty close ties with the new, or with the um, uh, Decatur ISD athlete, mm-hmm. uh, superintendent, um, uh, Chad Jones, Dr. Chad Jones. Uh, they are, Decatur's in a bit of flux. Decatur's at a weird job right now. You may remember a couple of years ago, uh, two years ago, or June, God, Lee, it's it feels like it's it been all a runs years. together. <laughs> In June, they more or less ran uh, Mike Fuller out. Uh, the school board did the school board thing, uh, where they were just you know it was it was small town politics at its worst. They ran Mike Fuller out despite being pretty successful. They promoted uh, Ty Lang, who served as the interim coach for 2021. He will not be the head coach. Uh, they. Open it up. They brought in Steve Huff, the head coach there at College Station. I think a lot of what he's going to need to do is just kind of settle the waters. That's a big job for him to do there, but uh, but certainly uh, a successful head coach and a state champion head coach as Steve Huff is moving to Decatur. Let's now go to uh, Marshall. Marshall has made a head co- uh, a head coaching move. You remember that Jake Greedle uh, is out there at uh, at at Marshall. They have gone and uh, and picked up a, another big time. Uh, Jake Greedle left to go to Bastrop. They have a new head coach. It is 
Jack Alvarez. Jack Alvarez is, of course, the believing Cuero to go be the head coach there at Marshall. He is a well-known name, a state champion head coach. He's got a state championship uh, at Ennis. Uh, he led Kirbyville back to a couple title games back in the twenty late 20-teens. 20, no, the first, the 20-aughts. Yeah, the 20-aughts. Um, he has, he after uh, he spent two seasons there at Cuero. After his first year was okay, his second year was Bafo. They go to the state semifinals there at, at Aquero. Um I would say this is probably a bit of a surprise, but at the same time, um, Marshall's a good job, and Cuero is now a very good job on the market. So Cuero is open uh, as Jack Alvarez is leaving to go take over at Marshall. And finally, this came down late last week uh, as far as state champion head coaches are concerned. Uh, Todd Peterman. You may remember Todd Peterman as the guy who helped lead DeSoto to yeah. their state championship back in 2016. Um, they go to uh, – he, he there's another weird thing in DeSoto. Uh, another, I don't know, made the wrong people mad there in DeSoto. He says, okay, I'm just going to leave. He goes to Fort Worth Brewer. Fort Worth Brewer, he has now resigned there at Fort Worth Brewer. Uh, they were pretty good in 2020, made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 2021, they go 8-3. and three. Um, you know, in, in the first round of the playoffs, but uh, he is going to resign there. Um, there, it's a, a Brewers pretty uh, pretty attractive opening, I would say. They've got good um, good facilities. It's a good spot in the Metroplex. Uh, but Todd Peterman is leaving Fort Worth Brewer, resigning there. So uh, Fort Brewer is now open there at uh, west of Fort Worth. Okay, other coaching changes uh, reported by our own Matt Stepp. Uh, although I believe it was um, someone with the uh, Wichita Falls Time Record news up there that got it first, that Coppell is going to be making a hire. They're going to be hiring, oh. a board, pending port approval, they'll be hiring uh, Antonio Wiley, the head coach at Wichita Falls Hershey. Um, I am a Coppell grad. I was going to say, are you excited about that? I'm a Coppell grad, and I, so I had a lot of people blowing up my phone uh-huh. saying, who's this guy, what's his deal? <laughs> um this is about as close to a home run hire as I think it can be for Capel. I think that Antonio Wiley is one of the best young up-and-coming coaches in the state. Uh, what he's done there with Shell Falls Hershey is remarkable. Remember, they came within basically like a play of playing for a title game this year, mm-hmm. playing for a title this year. Um, they have been sensational. Um, he was on our 40 under 40 a couple of years ago, back in 2020. Uh, I think this is a home run hire. I've been telling all the Capel folks, I'm like, this is big doings, like, there's a lot of reason to be excited about Antonio Wiley. It's an attractive job too. At uh, at Capel. Capel. It is. It is. It's. It's, it's a good know, area. It's a good area. Know. It's a good area. They got great facilities. Yeah. There. Yeah. Um. You know, th- if somebody can give them that spark, they can certainly. They right. can certainly go and win. One thing to keep in mind, though, I think people. You know, one thing to keep in mind about Wichita Falls, if you don't know what's going on there, Wichita Falls has three high schools right now. Or mm-hmm. there, there are three high schools. Right, I think City View is its own school district. Okay, Wichita Falls ISD has three high schools. They have Old High, they have Ryder, and they have Hershey. Okay, they're going to close all three of them in two years. All three of them are going to close, and they're going to open. They're building two brand new buildings that they are going to consolidate those three high schools into two. I think they nice. They have, they have very boring names. I love you, Wichita yeah. Falls. But they have like, it's like Memorial and Legacy or something like that. Very basic. Very yeah. basic, um, at least for now. One like on the west side of town, one on the east side of town. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to consolidate three schools into two. So 
for Antonio Wiley, I think he was looking at Hershey and being like, well, I don't know what my status here in Wichita Falls ISD is going to be. If I have an opportunity to move up to a 6A job in the Metroplex, maybe it's a good move for me. So mm -hmm. that's one thing uh, that I, I considered there was, uh, was Wichita Falls Hershey's kind of status for their future. But Antonio Wiley, uh, bending, pending board approval, will be the new head coach at Coppell. Cowboy fight never dies. Uh, Laporte has hired Pasadena Adobe's Kevin Bernithi to be their next head coach. Laporte, Laporte's an interesting job. When they're really good, when they've got a couple of cats, they're really, really good. They've been down a little bit there. Uh, he is. He has some ties to uh, Kevin Bernithi, who's done good things at Adobe, uh, you know, running the, uh, uh, the, the wing T offense. The... Uh, he's done some really good things. He does have some ties to Laporte. He was an assistant for Coach Jeff Laroe of, uh, for a couple of years, uh, but he takes over there. He's they, he's thirty three and ten at Pasadena Adobe. Uh, nothing an attorney knows about Kevin Bernithi. Could be the new next head coach at Laporte. Lubbock ISD made a couple of hires this week, uh, or last week rather. That would be uh, first of all at Monterey. Lubbock Monterey has hired Duncanville defensive coordinator Jed Thrash, our buddy Jed Thrash, who's done a great job as Reginald Samples' defensive coordinator past couple of years. Is getting a chance to be a head coach once again. Uh, he was head coach for at McGregor for a couple a couple of years. He had uh, assistant coach jobs at Lake Travis, Westlake, Rockwall Heath. I mean, he's got a, a great resume. Now defense coordinator at Duncanville. He will be the next head coach at Lubbock Monterey. Also, Lubbock Estacado is hired. Uh, you may remember that uh, uh, that Joe Cluley. Uh, was uh, mm -hmm. took another uh, took another job went out east uh, to oh gee Mount Pleasant. Sorry, I always get Mount Pleasant and, and Vernon mixed yeah, up. I, I was like, of, which one is East it? Texas? Mouse. Yeah. Um, where's Mount Calm? I look that uh, up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> off topic. Off topic. <laughs> uh, they have hired offensive assistant coach from Fort Penn Hightower, uh, Will Blaylock, to be their head, uh, next head coach. Uh, he's got ties to West Texas. He was a West Texas A&M guy. Um, he played at Tulane and Baylor uh, for a spell. He's been on the staff at Hightower, but also kind of uh, largely in the Houston area. He's been a valued assistant. Uh, Twitter kind of blew up when he got this head coaching job. A lot of people excited for Will Blaylock to be the next head coach at Lubbock Estacado. Dallas Skyline uh, really wants the jewel of Dallas ISD um, uh, when they had Reginald Samples. They have made a hire. They are bringing in Jacody Coleman to be their next head coach. They uh, Jacody Coleman has, for the past couple of years, been the defense coordinator at Umble Atascacita. Uh, big doings there. He's been there since 2012, been the uh, defensive coordinator for at least the past couple of years. Uh, but Jacoby Coleman's going to be the next head coach at Dallas Skyline. Skyline's an interesting position. Dallas Skyline, if you don't know, they're a magnet school, so that they can technically draw from all of Dallas ISD. That's um, awesome. The part of why I think Reginald Samples was able to have such great success at Skyline or at Skyline was that he was able to kind of like leverage that unique position as a magnet school to turn them into a powerhouse. But Jacody Coleman will be the next head coach there at Skyline uh, for the you know come forward twenty twenty two. Killeen Chaparral is a school that's going to exist mm -hmm. in twenty twenty two. Uh, they are opening a new school in Killeen. Killeen Chaparral uh, is the is the name of the school, and they are going. They have made their first ever hire of their first ever head coach. It is a familiar name to people in Central Texas. It is Alan Hare. Alan Hare has most recently been the head coach at um, 
at Salado. Uh, he's done fantastic work there. Uh, he, he is from hometown uh, of, of Salado, but he's going to get an opportunity to kind of launch this program there at Colleen Chaparral. He's 132-92 and 92 overall. Um, he was a he runs a slot T, so I would yeah. have to imagine the slot T's coming to Colleen Chaparral, which for a young program I think is, is, is a good thing, generally speaking. Um, but Alan Hare is going to be the next head coach at the new school there in Killeen. Uh, speaking of new schools, Frisco Panther Creek, another Frisco school, Frisco Panther Creek. One thing about them before I get into who they hired as their next as their first head coach, they apparently have their um, mascot up for a vote, and it's apparently between the Panthers, Panther, okay, which would make sense, Panther Creek Panthers, the Pumas. There are no Pumas. I was going to say there aren't any Pumas. Or the pythons. And uh, are there any snakes? Yeah, the uh, cobras and the vipers. Cobras, okay. Oh, vipers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A few more. Uh, yeah, there. But but very you know low low number of snakes. Uh, rattlers, right? You know, yeah, rattlers, yeah, yeah, yeah. The handful of rattlers. Um, I'd go with pumas. I I think they. There's I, a lot of panthers. I think they've got an opportunity to do a little different. I want them uh-huh. to stay away from panthers. Anyway, all that's to say, uh, uh, Clint Surratt is going to be the next head coach there. He, of course, has been an assistant head coach there at Frisco Lone Star under Coach Jeff Rayburn. Jeff Rayburn has a lot of great things to say about Clint Surratt. He's going to be the next head coach at Panther Creek, uh, which is going to be their a full-fledged varsity program in 2022. They're in a district. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, right into the fire. Uh, they got to figure out their school colors and their mascot. We don't know anything about them except their name and their head coach, Clint Surratt. Uh, finally, or finally, as, as far as coaching changes are concerned, before we give a call to Jason Hody at uh, Burton, um, you may remember a couple of years ago a pretty remarkable story coming out of San Antonio um, in at San Antonio Memorial. San Antonio Memorial uh, head coach Kemi Lewis helped lead them to uh, un you know they they won like something like one game in the previous like three seasons or something like that. They, they, he and in 2017 he led them to their second ever uh, play. Uh, Kemi Lewis led the Minutemen to their second ever playoff appearance, uh, their first district title ever. They'd won one game in the last two seasons uh he was our dctf for a 5a coach of the year in 2017 uh he is on the move he's going to be the new defensive coordinator at san antonio harland the 6a uh ranks so san antonio memorial is open kemi lewis is on the move uh we'll save the other thing for later because we want to make sure we get coach hody on uh, but we'll talk a little bit about the tswa all-state teams which were announced last week those are headlines we are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. You can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. Two magazines and a year's worth of exclusive online content, including great stuff at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Trying to Get, uh, you know, you can also go to texasfootball.com slash merch to get some Dave Campbell's Texas football swag in your life. Uh, texasfootball.com slash merch and texasfootball.com slash subscribe are the various ways in which we hope you will invest in Dave Campbell's Texas football is a nice way to put it. Uh, efforting to get Coach Jason Hody on the line here from, uh, from Burton. Um, in any case, we are, I do not appreciate this Photoshop that Ryan Dunsmore made of me and a bear. I don't like that. Anyway. Um, you can talk about our merch. I did. Oh, you did already talk? Merch. Yeah. You, do that. You, would make, uh, you can make Mallory and Pickle very happy if you go uh, purchase a, uh, a, a fanny pack. 
the fanny pack was very important to them. Um, let me it's such a it's such a girl thing, you know? I know. Like fanny packs. Now we've got a couple of girl items too. Like I think also what's very popular is a. Um, like the half cropped sweater. Yeah. That's really popular right I don't, now. I don't get that because I'm I'm a, I'm just a dude. Right. And it seems very hip with the young women. Is that fair to say? It's hip. Okay. It is hip. Um, Would you wear it? Oh, that's the first thing I ordered. Oh, really? It is. Now, I obviously can't really wear that into the office because it's, it's cropped, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm going to probably order a t-shirt as well um, because... That I can wear into the office. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I have a question for you. Okay, I've only bought one thing. Yeah. Do we have to pay for our merch? Is that is that like one thing we got to pay for our merch? I, our own merch. Listen, I don't. I don't. I don't control the. Uh, I do not control the, uh, the the purse strings around here. You know what okay. I mean? That's uh, that's that's what you know. Uh, you you'll have to take that up with Adam. I can't afford my own merch. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, anyway, texasfootball.com slash merch is where you can get uh, uh, merch from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. Texasfootball.com slash merch. We've got mugs. We've got cups. We've got... A lot of y'all bought pint glasses, and I think that's telling. I think that's... A... I can see what you guys... I, I can't see who buys what, but I can see what is our best sellers. I think the pint glass is the best selling thing we have. Which I have is... a story about pint glasses. You want to hear it? And here are the story about pint glasses is Mallory Hartley. Not really a, a story, but my we, we're collecting pint glasses. We kind of just started that in my household. Who's we? My, my parents. Okay. Not me, really. Rhonda? Rhonda, yeah, yes, Rhonda. Mm. Um, not really my dad. My dad didn't care. But we have a bunch of pint glasses, and it started with, it was like a present, I think at, like Christmas or something, and it said like our last name on them. Says Hartley, mm-hmm. obviously, and so now we're just kind of collecting. We've got a couple of Michigan State ones. Uh, I got one from uh, North Texas, and so now my mom's like, "Oh my gosh, I have to get a pint glass because it just goes with our collection really well." So I'm probably going to be my mother is probably going to be ordering lots of pint glasses. Okay, so I do not. Yeah. Uh, as far as your question about whether or not you have to pay for your own merch, you got to take that up with the boss man, and you know I'm right. boss man. You ain't um, boss man. We're attempting to get Jason Hody from Burton on the phone. I texted him. He, but you know, coaches are busy, and especially at two A. Oh, for sure. He he literally may be like teaching a science class because they needed a substitute. Like probably. So I understand. That. I text. I texted him. He's definitely excited to do it. I mean, I texted him. I was like, "Hey, coach, I'm gonna be calling you." He was like, "Oh, perfect." You know, but yeah. He's he probably might, just you know, busy. Code, yeah. Um. One thing since we since we shelved this in headlines, I can yeah, talk a little bit about the Texas sure. uh, Sports Writers Association All State teams, which were announced this past week. Um. And you're probably thinking, boy, that's really late, uh, for for um, that's really late for for an All State team. Mm-hmm. And you're right. But I also think that the TSWA is the uh, is the gold standard for for the All State team, and so uh, I'll get a piece up on there on TexasFootball.com because Jason Hody's calling us. Uh, anyway, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up here in in a little bit. Maybe we'll maybe after the show we'll do a post show. We'll talk a little bit about. It. Um, anyway, uh, TSWA All State teams were announced this week. We'll talk a little bit about the players of the year and stuff like that. Uh, there's that. I'm vamping. This is me vamping. <laughs> Mallory, let's go to the hotline, and let's welcome in the head coach of the Burton Panthers. We're joined by Coach Jason Hody. Coach, how are you? Good, man. Good. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time. How are things in beautiful Burton, Texas? Oh, they're awesome. I'm, I'm actually in San Antonio at the livestock show and rodeo. My, my kids <laughs> nice. are showing pigs, man. So. Okay. That's a great place to start, because this is going to be my last question, but it'll be my first. 
Okay. <laughs> you are an excellent football coach. That's an opinion. You are apparently an even better pig shower. Um, is this correct? It, 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 does your true passion lie as far as raising and showing pigs? Well, that's a. I get that question all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I like to think uh, I have a passion for both. Uh, it's 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 who I am. Um, I'm a football coach and and a pig guy, and uh, you know I can't put one over the other. They 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 both bring me so much joy. So. Well, um, that's kind of where I stand on that. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it sounds like, you know, as far as w- down there in Burton, this is this is livestock country. You guys are doing big things because I know one of your star linebackers uh, was also like a he, he's, he's showing cows and uh, cattle and stuff like that. Do I have that right? Is, is, is it fair? No, to call- you are. You Go- are correct. He uh, Waylon Henzey yeah. He's not only uh, he, he shows heifers and, and uh, wins a lot. And he was also on the nationally uh, national champion judging team uh a second excuse me in the nation won the state title here in texas uh, with their livestock judging so yeah we uh it's a unique community uh we love our athletics but we also love our, our livestock also and so uh it kind of it's it's we have to juggle both but we, we do a great job here and it's it's awesome thing. well i'd say you guys have done a great job w- with both i can't speak to the livestock thing i'm a dummy when it comes to that uh <laughs> i have i have been told i know one thing about football and then i know that you guys have been uh, pretty good recently. I want to ask you a little bit about your 2021 football season, which was uh, a strange one. You are the team that that I had to continue to to throw an asterisk on when people were saying, "Why is their record so weird?" Um, you guys, you guys uh, had to forfeit a, uh, seven wins during the course of the season, so you guys finished with a five and nine record. But actually, uh, you were 12 and two on the field. I'm interested in from your perspective at at, at how you when when the the decision came down that you had to forfeit those wins. What was the what was the message to your guys uh you know knowing full well that the road got a little bit tougher then yeah the, the message was tough uh it was a very very tough message uh, that i had to give to them probably the hardest thing i ever had to do uh in my personal in my life in general uh is look at uh 40 young men and, and tell them that some of their hard work uh got taken away and uh just uh you know uh from the start uh, our school our administration our team our community uh you know, nobody pointed a finger at any one particular thing. That the the incident was unfortunate. Uh, it was something that we we didn't see coming, and and definitely uh, didn't wish upon ourselves. But uh, we just went. We moved forward, and uh, that was the message. Uh, you know, I said these these uh, life is about today and tomorrow, and uh, you can't look in the past. Uh, you know, I think sometimes in athletics we can we can hang on our on our failures and our successes. And we can't move forward uh, with, with with much success. So we, we always look forward. That's what we did. Uh, it's kind of funny. You you mentioned Waylon Henzey. He was kind of the team leader. He stood up in the room and said, you know, and, and not so many words. Uh, well, let's go win two more games and get in the playoffs. And that's basically what we did. And uh, you know, uh, thought thought our team responded real well. And couldn't have been prouder of. Them. I was going to say because it's it seems to me that 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 the real headline there was you guys went from comfortably in the playoffs let's go win a district championship let's lock things down to suddenly playing for your season functionally every single week uh did you did you notice a a change in the sense of urgency um, among your boys oh absolutely i mean we we played uh, you know every good football coach talks about being physical and we, we were a little angry uh, those those two games and uh, not not at anybody in particular just angry at the situation and and therefore we played with a lot of urgency i thought our practices 
we're, we're very upbeat. Um, uh, the, the games were very physical, and, and then then it's kind of then it kind of took an emotional toll on us. You know, mm-hmm. it was kind of uh, we had to win the two, then we had to get a little help, and then you know. Uh, but from that standpoint, uh, we, we 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 responded well, and uh, you always learn a lot about people uh, during during the tough times. You know, good times. Uh, we can all are easier kind of to get through, but the tough times. Uh, I learned a lot about our guys uh, that I already kind of thought I knew, uh, but it just solidified it, and it was just a, a really good, really good, really good group of young men to to overcome that and, and do what they needed to do. Talking with Jason Hody, the head coach of the Burton Panthers here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Uh, you know, Coach, one of the things that, that obviously you guys were able to make that run in the, in the playoffs and, and, and a couple of the big reasons why uh, were your, your, you know, your quarterback and your running back. You know, Ryan Rowling, the, the, the quarterback, was so special for you guys. And then your running back, Pearson Spice, who I thought really grew as the season went on. Um, you know, when you take a look at what you guys were able to accomplish offensively, um, I, I have to imagine that, that it starts with, with what those two guys were able to do. Yeah, I mean, they were a big part of, of our success. Ryan, uh, you know, he was a, a very good game manager and, and could make uh, some throws uh, that, that we couldn't make uh, the, the last year. And I think that was the big difference. Uh, we were able to get some throws made uh, on third downs throughout the season. And uh, he was really big in the first opening round game against Cristobal. Uh, you know, it was, that was a tough first round matchup for both of us. And uh, he, he really came through in the fourth quarter, made some big time throws uh, to keep some drives going for, for us to come back and win that game. And then, and then Pearson was a tough runner. Mm-hmm. All, all, all year long and, and we, we're more of a ground attack offense um, and so it takes a toll on him sometimes and, and, and just having Ryan there to be able to throw the ball was, was a big plus. Uh, Coach, uh, a couple weeks ago we got UIL realignment uh, looking into uh, to 2022. <laughs> yeah. um, surprise, uh, you guys are dropped into District 14, 2A Division 2. Uh, you get joined with uh, with Fall City, uh, the team that you met in the regional final uh, last year. And, uh, you know, Yorktown, you know, a, a few other really good teams. When, the uh, you know, of the teams, in fact, of the seven teams, six of them made the playoffs last year. Um, were you surprised whenever you, uh, you cracked open that packet uh, a couple weeks ago? I, I was the most surprised. And this is a funny story, uh, too. I was... We didn't have school due to due to some ice and the, the cold weather, and you know I live second path. My other passion is pigs, so I was I had to hand water all the the mama sows at the farm, and so that's what I was doing when I got the uh, message. I actually got the message from uh, Coach Kerhoff at Fall City. Uh, you know, <laughs> basically that's how I got the news, uh, and it was uh, it was pretty pretty. Uh, Pretty surprising. I would have to say I was very surprised. And so you're in there, District 14, 2A, Division 2. Uh, you know, kind of a, I guess you'd call it a Brazos Valley, Coastal Bend, South Texas district. Um, when you, you know, does this, how does this affect your program? How do you talk about this with your guys, knowing that, hey, look, you're going to go in there and be playing some of the very best teams in the state right away? I, You know, I, I think as you sit back in, in your, your first thought process is, oh man, that's tough, you know, but I think at the end of the day, I, I think, uh, you know, from a football standpoint, I think we kind of are going to relish the opportunity um, just to, to be in battle tested each week. And if you can overcome that and get through that and get in the playoffs, it's certainly, it, it's going to help you moving forward. I mean, Fall City's a great program and, and the other schools are, are, are emerging as well. And so uh, just being, Having to do that, uh, being being involved in that week in and week out, having that mental 
uh, urgency that you have to you have to come uh, each and every week uh, prepared. Uh, I think I think sometimes it is good for your football team. You know, on the flip side, it can be it can be physically uh, draining as well. But uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. It's something new. That's that's for sure. And I think sometimes new can can enhance excitement and. And a little more motivation as well. Uh, finally, let's get back to the important talk. Let's talk about you're in San Antonio for the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. Uh, what would what would represent success for for Burton there in San Antonio? What's what 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 are we aiming for? What's what's a good goal for this week? Well, we just we just had uh, my niece, which mm-hmm. is which is a Burton student, just had the champion uh, Durock. Let's uh, go! Yeah, it's a very very impressive uh, feat, the, c- considering the magnitude of this stock show. So uh, yeah, that that was a huge success uh, for us, and uh, just just you know, kids are kids have been doing good and performing at a state level here, and uh, you know, I just think just the fact that we represented our community is that's that's a success, the biggest success we can have. Um, so it's been it's been good. We've been blessed, and uh, it's been super fun. He's uh, Jason Hody. He is uh, a a a pig. You know. How do, pig shower is that a good way to put it? Yeah, you can you can call me just a I'm a, I'm a pig guy. Pig guy. And in, in, in the livestock world, you know, either a cow guy or sheep right. guy or pig guy. He is J- he's Jason Hody. He's a pig guy. He's also the head coach of the Burton <laughs> Panthers. Coach, appreciate your time. Best of luck there in San Antonio, and uh, look forward to seeing what you guys do in the fall. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. There he goes, Jason Hody, pig guy. And uh, head, coach, head coach of the Burton Panthers. I was going to ask him. I always like to have. I don't know. People who watch this show probably know my. They they my playbook's pretty easy. Um, I like to have one kind of lighter question to finish things mm-hmm. on, and so it's going to be about how the fact that he was, you know, he's a he he raises show pigs and he you know does that. And there's a great story by Mike Lucas down there at, at KGS down in, in College Station, Brian, uh, about him doing show pigs and stuff like that. And so I was going to ask him about it. Sure enough, right out of the gate, he's like, well, I'm here doing the show pig thing. I'm a pig guy. I'm like, all right, all right. Moving that question up to the beginning. He was like, I called him. He was like, hey, sorry, I didn't see your call. Like, I'm outside right now. Is this going to be on video? And I was like, oh, no, no, coach, we're good. She's going to be on call. Like, no no big deal at all. (laughs) But he was outside. Let's see some of those pigs, though. You know, like see some. We should have Facetime. That would have been kind of cool. That would have been good. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't think we have that technology. <laughs> Not uh, yet. Anyway, obviously the big news there was that they're moving into a district of Fall City. Um, I mean, you want to talk about a, you know, a lot of the. I would say that's at least two of the three best teams in Region Four. Um, there, you know, depending on what you think of like Chilton and Dehanus, but to to have those in the same district. And then, by the way, don't sleep on Yorktown. Yorktown had a great year last year. Um, so it should be a lot of fun there. Burton and Fall City in District 14, 2A Division 2. We know they're going to go at it uh, uh, with vigor, with the vigor of a pig man. Um, we appreciate so Coach funny. Jason Hody, Hody joining us. Let's go over to Mallory Hartley for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Okay, I have two things. Uh, one, Rob Hadaway likes your, your sweatshirt or yeah, your sweater. Yeah, shout out to uh, the birthday boy, mm-hmm. Matt Wilson. Yeah, he's, okay, he was like, w- what is it? So, yes, this is uh, 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 City of Arlington. It says, Arlington Sports Commission, where nice. we crown champions. Uh, our buddy, Matt Wilson, who shout had a, the birthday he boy did. yesterday. He did. Did you see the selfie that we posted on Twitter for him? No, Pickle posted it. It's a good selfie. We took it at the uh, Cowboys game. Matt so Wilson's good people. It. He is good Matt people. Matt Wilson's good people. Yeah. Uh, man in a cowboy hat. Level Land's finest. Uh-huh. Sorry to Lyle Leong, but <laughs> Level Land's finest. Um, all right. My second yes, My second. second thought. Yes. So I was thinking about this when we were talking about all the coaching changes. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could coach anywhere in the state of Texas, where would it be? 
Oh, so like if I could, first if of all, could, it would if have you to be were, a program that I don't feel bad driving into the ground. Yes. No. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So if you could coach okay, anywhere. So, if, like, what's, so you're asking like what the most attractive job in high school football is? I mean, yeah, but also, I mean, you can, you can <sighs> base it off of like area too or, you know, town, city. Look, like honestly, so I've, I've gone on record that I, my favorite part of the state is the Big Bend region. I, that's, I, yeah, make, that's cool. I make no that's bones cool. about it. So if like I could go and coach like Alpine, yeah, or go and coach at like, I think I could. I think this goes back to this. I think I could talk my wife into living in Alpine. I don't think, think I could so? talk her into living in like Marfa or Marathon or like any of those like real small like Sanderson or any of those real small towns. Yeah, I don't think I could like she couldn't live in Terlingua or anything like that. Um, but I think I could talk her into living in um, into into living in in Alpine because Alpine's one. got. Sol Ross, so you can I could just say we can get season tickets to everything at Sol Ross, mm-hmm. which they have an unbelievable baseball stadium too. Um, yeah, That's I think I, I think I would go to coach go coach at, at Alpine. And again, I'd, I'd be a terrible football coach. <laughs> terrible, terrible football. Yeah, coach. probably. Yeah, you'd be you'd be a softy. I that would be my problem. Yeah, my problem. Be, you're a softy. My problem, like I would have a hard time. What I admire, I admire, I admire a lot of things about high school football coaches. One of the things that I admire about great high school football coaches who can walk that line between like discipline and like Absolutely. loving on kids because yep. that's tough. Right, that's real tough. And and I think great coaches will tell you that that they even they screw it up right. sometimes. But to walk that line, I just don't think I could do that. Yeah, don't um, blame me. I could. I think either. I could. I think I could draw up some fun plays, but like I do not <laughs> think I could like get a team ready for a Friday night. Uh, no, no. But I would love to do it in Alpine, in, Texas. In Alpine, Texas. Love gonna, it. It's going to do it for us. Hey, Malpal, thanks for filling in. Yeah, friend. absolutely. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Pigman, Jason Hody of Burton for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please. No, oh, I did it. That's I almost one. made it to the end. <laughs> I, all I had to do was look at you and you knew. Literally the dismount. <laughs> literally the dismount. It's just, it's. You, you know, stuck everything else except the dismount. Verbal, just bleh. Uh, for Mallory Hartley, I'm Tepper. <laughs> Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. So close.